Hey, bitches. Hi. I'm going to just do our intro. What up? Singing. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> hi, my name is Jessica. This is Hot for Justice. Hi, this is Jamie, and welcome to Hot for Justice. That was much more professional. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, can, I don't sing good, so I, I don't either, just chose I not do to it. do that. I respect that and love Thank that you. for you. Love that for me too. Um, <laughs> oh Christ. my um, gosh. I keep getting an 800 number calling me and they left me a voicemail already. I'm what the hell? Podcast, homies. <laughs> Yo, I'm Yo. busy. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so welcome back to our regular episode. Yeah, sorry, there was no podcast last week. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. I listen. No, nope. I'm not sorry. We took Labor Day off. If you have a problem with it, I'm just kidding. So, okay, I think that we should make some merch. I think we should make some. We merch had a too. really good quote. What was it? Oh, last week. Well, it was an episode title. I'll go back. But anyways, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down as okay. fuck. Um. Well, is it my turn this week or your turn? You know. I- I think it's your... I think it's... Ooh, that's a good question. Um, let me look. <laughs> she gonna look. Do, 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 And I said I don't sing. Do. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. All right. Just got to log into the thing. And... I'm like 90... While, while this is loading, I'm like 95% sure that... You're supposed to go first this week. Okay, I'm gonna just do it. But <gasps> oh wait, hold on, oh. I have it up. My computer's just loading the screen. <laughs> Things are a little slow right now. And you went first Drum last roll, time. Please. Okay, you're. I up. already said it. You no. went first last time. Yep. I'm gonna just. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, yes. Go ahead. I'm stupid. No, you're not stupid. It's fine. <laughs> Go ahead. It, it's it's early. I haven't eaten yet. It, it is what it is. Okay. So I'm covering a story. Um, I've actually heard of this before on Twitter, um, but I haven't seen it anywhere else. Um, it is uh, about Marquise Jalen Brown. Okay. Um, I don't know if you had heard of him no. or not. Okay. Um, so this was uh, this comes from the Reddit by um, our friend of the show Trifle Truffles. My case does too, but we oh my already, god, of course, we already did our um, made made sure that we didn't do the same. Yeah, case. we checked. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, Marquis Jalen Brown fell to his death from a Duquesnes uh, University dormitory hall window on October fourth of two thousand eighteen. I sent yeah. Okay. Um. I sent my son to get an education. You sent my son back to me in a casket, says his mom, Danielle Brown, um, who began a hunger strike on July 4th of this year as she seeks an independent investigation. Damn. So, uh-huh. Um, according to police, 21-year-old Duquesne? Duquesne? Duquesne. Okay. Duquesne. I, there we go. Sound it out, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, university football player uh, Marquise Jalen Brown picked up a chair, broke a window, and then jumped 16 stories to his death from a Broadier Hall dormitor- dormitory window on the campus of Duquesne. 
<laughs> there we go. There we go. I did it. Uh, university in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on October 4th of 2018. He had t just turned 21 the day before. Um, Danielle Brown, Jalen's mother, described him as a young man who, quote, was raised well, had never been in trouble, went to the best schools, traveled the world, had a diverse group of friends, never spoke of depression. End quote. Uh, Jalen grew up in Washington, D.C. and went to DeMatha Catholic High School in Maryland, where he played on the varsity football team. Danielle has a master's degree in social work and worked for the Department of Defense for many years. In June of 2018, Jalen returned to DeKesney University to start his junior year of studies and prepare for the upcoming football season. Danielle said she would talk to Jalen regularly, and during those conversations, she never detected a sign that anything was wrong, which makes what happened on October 4th, 2018 so hard to understand. So, um, police say that Jalen had visited a friend's off-campus apartment before returning to his dorm around 10 p.m. Um, students called 911 after witnesses reported Jalen acting erratically in the elevator um, in the 16th floor dorm hallway and in his dorm room. Uh, his roommate reported that he was knocking over furniture in his room and slamming against the walls. Uh, university police and campus security officers arrived to find Jalen's roommate trying to calm him down. The initial call was um, for a possible fight between Jalen and his roommate, but upon arriving, officers determined that there was no no fight, but his roommate just trying to calm him down. Um, while in the process of calming Jalen down, uh, the two responding reported that Jalen suddenly grabbed a chair and used it to break a window and jumped out before anyone could stop him. Um, eyewitnesses include two university police officers, a campus security guard, and a student resident assistant. Uh, university police called emergency medical services and rendered aid as Pittsburgh police arrived on the scene. Uh, witnesses told investigators that at no point was there a confrontation or physical contact between police and Jalen. Uh, the police noted that drug testing showed that he had marijuana in his system. However, his mother, Danielle Brown, uh, averse to come back and say that it was weed in his system, but not to explain how weed was in his system could connect the dots to my son going out of a 16th floor window. Um, his investigations pretty much told me nothing thus far. Um, she counters that Jalen went to his friend's house earlier in the evening to go play PlayStation, but that doesn't sound like someone who wants to jump out of the window, remarking that he had spent the day in football practice and getting his hair cut in preparation for going out that weekend. Hmm. Um, yeah. Since his death, Danielle has been trying to find out what happened to her son. Uh, the medical examiner determined the cause of death was blunt force trauma to the trunk and pelvis. However, the medical examiner stated that the manner, the manner of death was undetermined. Uh, the Brown family lawyer, S. Lee Merritt, tweeted, uh, It took four months for Pittsburgh police to produce a report that insinuates marijuana caused an athlete in the prime of his life to jump 16 stories to his death from his dorm room, dorm room window. The, uh, this fe feckless report creates more questions than answers. Yeah. So, over the next two years, as the initial investigation concluded, Danielle tried to move on with her life, but was uh, she could not as the official story just doesn't make any sense how does her son get past so many officers why was there no video why wasn't she interviewed about his mental health why is there no toxicology test on the bong danielle and her family is hard pressed to believe that with four individuals physically present jalen did what uh did what he did was is alleged right. like it just doesn't make any sense it, yeah um um the family noted the following discrepancies. Half of the window was still intact. He had blunt force to his forehead, but no other facial trauma um, that one would expect mm -hmm. from a fall. The family was also concerned that since the school quickly removed the window and police allowed uh, the roommate to remain in the room and compromise the crime scene, it was open for others to access as well. 
Um, within, within an hour of Jalen's death, the university released a statement of no foul play and called the incident a suicide, and the police department did not uh, describe the physical contact they had with Jalen, nor was there any statement from witnesses who were also in the vicinity. Um, That's interesting. Danielle further states that either you sat there and watched him do it and did nothing, or your hands were on him as he went out that right. window, which makes you scratch your head and say, how the hell did that happen? Um, the university conducted an investigation, but Danielle counters that she was never questioned during the process, and that when I think about an independent investigation, it means that you're going to talk to the kid's mother, who knows things about their child, their behavior, and what they would and wouldn't do, whether they had a history of mental health issues or not, and that just simply was not done in my yeah. son's case. Um, Pittsburgh police investigated Jalen's death and closed the case in February of 2019, pending any new information. Um, so, um, in July of this year, um, she began a hunger strike on July 4th, uh, to push for an independent investigation into Jalen's death. Um, she's been saying, staying in a tent on Freedom Corner in the Pittsburgh Hill District, um, since then with her hunger strike now approaching its 50th day. Wow. Um, as of the time of right, her, the writing. The, yeah. Uh, she chose Freedom Corner as it's near St. Benedict, St. Benedict on the Moore Church where she found comforting and the location was symbolic as Freedom's Corner was built to honor our ancestors with social action to come together and exchange ideas. Uh, since the hunger strike began, she's only been drinking grapefruit juice or vital water. Ugh. Yeah. Um, on July 9th, Attorney Merritt and uh, Duke Kinesny, uh, university officials, met... And according to a university statement, in the interest of transparency, university has offered to make available for an in-person review to Mrs. Brown's counsel and or investigator to its uh, complete university. Blah, 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 blah. Hold on. I'm going to restart yes. that sentence. Sure. <laughs> Um, in the interest of transparency, uh, Duquesne University has offered to make available for in in-person review to Miss Brown's counsel and or investigator its complete university police file on the matter and it, at a date to be arranged and to request that the city of Pittsburgh police likewise share its entire file on the matter with her counsel and or investigator. So basically they, they were willing to show everything that right. they had and encourage the police department to do the same. Hmm. Um, and uh, Danielle do, 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 uh, stated she could not provide specific details about the meeting um, on July 7th, but she remains unsatisfied with the outcome as she came out of there with similar information that she already mm -hmm. knew, and she's not surprised because the independent investigation was done by their attorneys. Well, yeah, that's not really independent. The police should be an independent yeah. investigation, but... So right, how exactly. many witnesses were there to this quote-unquote um, suicide? Two um, of the university police okay. officers one um, security guard and a like an RA. That's interesting. I mean, and that's a lot of people though to like. In in a arguably probably small yeah, room to like cover it up. Yeah. Like. Well, I I think it's less of a cover up and more of like, well, like his mom said, like either they all four watched it happen and did right. nothing. Or someone tried and failed and isn't saying anything. Like, tried and failed to help him or helped him right. out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, if they 
if there was a struggle or something happened, they could have just said, oh, we were trying to help him, and he went out mm-hmm. the window. But there's no evidence yeah. of that. That's interesting, though. His plan. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, no matter what um, happened, that's really devastating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of at the end here, um, as of the time of the writing, uh, Danielle was on day 53 of her hunger strike. Um, I'm interested to see if she's still um, on it. I'll, if so, I'll update. Can you live um, that long without food? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, somebody. So um, I listened to a podcast one time about like water fasting, um, where that's like where you literally just drink water, mm-hmm. um, and like don't eat mm-hmm. anything or don't drink juice, don't drink anything else. Um, I, there's people that have done it for like hundreds of days. No. Yeah. Like, um, I want to say like one of the examples was someone who had done it for like 370 days or 380 days and they lost like 200 pounds or something Jesus. wild. That's so bad yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. It was under medical like observation, right. but still like he was under like strict like Jesus. guidance, but it was wild. Wow. I'm Isn't that bonkers? Look that up. Um, interesting yeah, to read um that yeah so my but yeah my case uh, is weird okay i love weird so um irma linda angelica alvarado went missing from merced california last year in april so april 2019 um mm-hmm. she said she, she told me so i think this was her sister she told me she was in a fender bender and two men tried to take her car and keys away and she had to run for her life so, 33-year-old Ermelinda Angelica Alvarado was reported missing April 11th, 2019 by her husband, Jose. So, um, he was in Texas, Austin, Texas on a business trip. Um, she had dropped him off on April 8th, so like three days earlier in the morning um, at Fresno Airport. And she was supposed to pick him up, and she never did. So Whoa. the next day, so this, so the day after she dropped him off, so this would be April 9th, um, she was seen on secu- home security cameras, leaving their house carrying only a paper brown paper bag under her arm. Um, around 7 p.m. that night, her cousins saw her in Merced. Sometimes afterwards, she turned off the GPS tracker on her phone. Um, April 10th of. Uh, uh, it's like 2.25 in the morning. She called her sister, telling her sister she was going to drive to Florida <coughs> um, excuse me, to visit their brother. Uh, and then after she hung up with her sister, she called Jose, her husband, and told him she wanted to drive to Texas to be with him. He told her to go home and pick him up the next day. Oh. Or the day, whenever, two days later. Weird. Um, April 10th. Yeah, me no lucky no. that. Uh, 937 on April 10th. I believe this was at night. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's not clear. Um, she posted a video on her social media that showed she was alone in the desert near Blythe, California. Um, later. Yeah, it was in where the, the hell is that? Um, it's near in India, which is near where they have Coachella. Coachella. Um, yeah. Okay. And... So, later that morning, she finally answered a phone call from her sister, Maria, and then that's when she told Maria she was in a fender bender, and two men tried to take her keys, and she had to run away. Um, Jose called Maria later that morning, um, 
to tell her that Irma Linda had told him that a friend picked her up and she was going to LA. So it's just like all over the place. Um, and then she never picked him up on the, I think, 11th when she was supposed to. What in the yeah. fresh hell? Okay, so, and they had eight kids. So this is, yeah. Oh my god, her poor Well, she adopted some of them. Her poor Vuha. Okay, thank god. <laughs> um, okay, so her rental car, uh, Red Hyundai uh, Elantra, was found April 11th on I-10 East in a remote desert area between Blythe and India, where, which I said, um, which is near the border of California and Arizona. Where she lived in Merced was approximately 400 miles away. Her Damn. purse, identification, cash, and credit cards were all inside the car, but her phone was missing. Um, and then since her disappearance, her husband, Jose, and her sisters, Maria and Susan, have taken trips down there where her car was discovered to, like, f- you know, look for her and pass out flyers. Right. So the police um, worked with the volunteer private service uh, investigation, and they found that mm-hmm. they found a location where her phone had pinged, like a, a tower. Um, and remember, her mm-hmm. phone was really the only thing missing. So they're like, okay, this is a good lead. Um, the family right. used Google Maps to pinpoint an area to search. They looked and they looked. Um, her husband said it was really hot. It was really hard. We, we did whatever we could. Um, after a three-mile hike in the desert and a mile to the top of a mountain, the family discovered her shoes. Jesus fucking yes. Christ. Investigators... They had to go on a goddamn yeah, like, that's excursion. wild. Um, investigators told the family it's a very heavy traffic area for drug mules. And Maria commenting, it's right next to the border. It's terrifying just to think that uh, think of every scenario that could have happened. Um, yeah, wow. So apparently after uh, Irma Linda disappeared, her sisters, Maria and Susan, learned that she had a an addiction to pain medication. Um, so she said, I know, Maria said, I know that Vicodin came into play. After she disappeared, I started looking at my mom's medication and they were missing. Uh, so before, mm-hmm. and just weeks before she went missing, Armelinda was on a 72 hour hold inside a rehab center. Um, oh no. She had eight children between six and 23. Five of them are her biological children and the other three she adopted. The younger children. Still five. Yeah, Good that's a lot. God. Um, <laughs> The younger kids were having a really hard time coping. Um, Yeah, so, you know, it says the two younger children were in counseling. They're trying to understand why their mom's gone. Um, They just have no other information. So, I mean, and to be honest, they probably never will. Yeah, that's fucking bonkers, she dude. Disappeared. Um, you know, so if you break it down, it's obvious either A, she was on drugs at the time, which mm-hmm. my question to that would be, how did she drive so far away if she was high? Like that yeah. high on Vicodin. Well, like, I was going to say, like, if you've ever, like, taken Vicodin and you're one of the people that does not do well on Vicodin (laughs) so like that's my question my other question did her car show any her rental car show any damage to it like she said she was an offender there's no information about that um yeah like I won't follow up on that for sure 
the the fact that she was back to back and calling her sister and her husband like oh i'm gonna go here i'm gonna go mm-hmm. here and then she's driving to la that's off to me something's obviously going it's, on mental yeah, that's health wild. either if she wasn't high mm-hmm. there was a mental health issue there which obviously yeah. in my opinion addiction is a mental health issue but um yes there's there's another thing at play there whether she had another diagnosis right. or not um <laughs> so i'm just what was what else was in the car her stuff was in there that's interesting to me um where exactly was her car found um i would assume Mm -hmm. if she had an addiction she could have gotten drugs in merced so there's really no reason for her to be driving that far away um i don't know there's a lot of questions i have and unfortunately there's not a ton of information so i don't know maybe there is something else she was involved with um maybe i don't i don't really know i'm um yeah but it's if it, three miles away they find her shoes in the middle of the desert it can even and in like April, on a hill or a mountain it can be what? very hot if she was disoriented yeah. i don't know but either way i don't know if it was foul play i'm learning leaning more towards just maybe like a mental health crisis and an accident um but either way it's right. very devastating and she's been missing for over a year so if you have any information you are urged to call the merced police department at 209-385-8880 um and there hasn't really been any more uh no more articles since may of last year about this wow. so um That's fucking sad. i mean i guess another so another um reddit user says maybe her drug dealer picked her up and like something went ha- bad and then you know she was like driven oh, down into the desert and dumped but i mean if it was like a really low level person with a likelihood of that i mean people buy drugs all the time i know people also die all the time but well you're not gonna kill one well, of your I customers, you know well, yeah, or, like, I'm think maybe it was, like, drug-related foul right. play. Um, like, maybe, not necessarily a drug deal gone wrong, but maybe, like, another addict, you know, snapping, or who knows. Like, there's a lot yeah. of someone that saw them by, or saw her by right. drugs, or but who also, knows. Like, there's a lot there's of... like, videos that show she was alone that morning, and, you know, before she went missing, so... I don't really know. Very strange. Very, very strange. This was from our, our friend of the podcast, Trifle Truffles, which, of course, will link the story. Yes. Um, we'll post pictures. So, yeah, that's all I have. That's It's crazy. That's crazy town. Sad. Her poor kids. I know. God. So, um, do you have anything? Uh, yeah. Fresh? Fresh. Um, yeah, actually, um, speaking of um, Audible earlier, um, I've found a couple of books on there because um, I was telling you guys a couple weeks ago that there is like a new service that they do where you get instead of getting like the two original books every month you get like a whole selection of free books that you oh, can cool. download that even like this so you want to talk about race like I didn't have to pay oh, for that cool. one I didn't know that it was included in my mm-hmm. subscription um, and then this last week I read two books um, one was called um, Unfuck mm-hmm. Your Brain um, by uh, Linda oh, yeah, G. Harper um yeah it's really fucking good um it's basically how to literally what it sounds like (laughs) unfuck your brain like if you suffer from you know like any mental health issue 
Um, so that's really cool. Um, it gives you a lot of like resources and like things to practice and etc. And really, just you learn a lot about kind of the inner machinations yeah. of your brain. Um, and then another book I read this week. Um, I've just been experiencing a lot of like because I have an autoimmune disease and like some GI problems and stuff. Anyways, like I was like, well, maybe I should try to like heal my gut and you know work on being a little healthier and etc. Like I mean, like yeah, like I you know diet yeah, and exercise but, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, when you have an autoimmune disease, your uh, diet can really make an impact on how you feel. A hundred percent. So, um, I got a book recommendation from, um, Mm -hmm. a friend of ours who's doing a similar thing. Um, she doesn't have an autoimmune disease or anything like that, but she's just been having a lot of GI issues and whatever. Um, so she recommended a book. I ordered it. Um, but in the interim, I wanted to just kind of read up more on just health and whatever. So this book was called, I think it's called healthy as fuck. I'm pretty sure. Um, that one's really good too. It's by um, a, gr- a gal named Una. Um, I forget her last name. I think maybe Vaughn Una Vaughn. Um, I'll see if I can try to link them in yeah. the show notes um, if you're interested. But that book's really fucking good. And basically, she um, kind of talks about how, you know, most like people, why most people fail in like getting healthier and dieting if that's what they want to yeah. do or whatever. Um, even if they don't necessarily have a weight loss goal, like how they. Right like reasons why people tend to fail um and like really the science behind it and all of that and one thing that really resonated with me and i thought was interesting that i'm planning on Mm -hmm. gonna share um was that like some of the best like dollars you can spend on yourself and your personal development and health and wellness like usually isn't a supplement or a piece of fitness equipment it's something that makes your life easier so that you have more time to devote to yourself and make yourself better and the best version of yourself. I really like that. So like she cited some examples of like, you know, hiring a babysitter or like a housekeeper or someone to, you know, help with a couple of, you know, a couple hours a week so that you can, you know, have more time for your own personal development. So I thought that was really interesting and I wanted to share that. So but super recommend both of those books. Um, Linda G. Harper, the one who wrote like Unfuck mm-hmm. Your Brain, she has like a whole like Unfuck Your XYZ thing yeah, like series. I want to read that. Um, so I'm reading through um, some of the other ones right now, okay. and they're really good. So she's fabulous. You're on a roll. I know I've just been reading so many books lately. It. Just yeah, I know I've been trying to like use my I brain know. more. It's, like it's easy to get in a rut of just like not um, watching TV or you know whatever um instead of well i'm just like a big like you know like phone scroller oh, like doing dumb shit i mean like yeah like i'll you know play like some games and stuff on my phone too Hashtag and you know memes. that are hell yeah this it's one's not, not sponsored but... I... oops <laughs> but i mean i i do i play best fiends yeah. all the fucking time like and there's other games i play too that are like mentally stimulating that like i try to do but then i'm like do i want to be staring at a screen the whole time sometimes it's nice to just like actually I don't know I don't know what to say if I feel like it's mentally stimulating and the audiobooks I like because I can do something else while I'm doing them like I'll listen while I'm on hold with an insurance right. company or whatever at yeah. work or while I'm in between doing things or if I'm sending hella emails I'll just have an earbud in right. and like, you're kind of like learning to puzzle yeah and like while good. I'm cooking I like to listen to them books, and audiobooks yeah. podcasts learn something yeah new. especially hot for content Heck podcasts yeah. No, 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 no shame here in my game. 
There should not be um, anyways. any shame in <laughs> What is... What's your, your freshness um, for the week? I got a lot of sales for Labor Day weekend. Thank you. I'm yeah, sure I saw that. Everybody, including yourself, Jamie, who ordered something. My <laughs> shop was 20% off. Um, I'm going to be doing a giveaway pretty soon for a custom earring piece. Oh, so um, stay tuned for that if you're interested. Yeah. Um, follow Em and Ivor yeah. on Instagram. It's fun. Is, is it... M underscore no, it's just and M and Iver. Iver, or is it just all one? Well, okay. yeah, all one word. It's linked in my personal Perfect. profile. If you, yeah, are interested, yeah, go check out uh, Jess right on Instagram now. and follow uh, right M and Iver. Anyways, just kidding. Um, yeah, so we're gonna be back with. Um, we're gonna finish up Trial by Media in time, and then we're gonna cover season two of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. So hell yeah, be dropping soon. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, I think that's it. That's it. All for now. All right. Bye. Bye.